0: This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Rare Life. This podcast is made possible by a grant from the Thakur Family Foundation. Thakur Family Foundation has not exercised any editorial control over the contents of this podcast. In the last episode, I spoke with Sujata who has a rare disease and has gone through her schooling and college with little support. This feeling that the body is a liability becomes stronger as a rare individual goes through numerous experiences of discrimination, inadequate support systems to help them thrive or plainly, the lack of empathy from people they encounter at each stage in life. The despair over an acutely malfunctioning body that only gets weaker with age is part and parcel of a rare individual, but the other side of the coin is emotional resilience or being able to withstand life's challenges. Emotional resilience is the pillar on which all rare individuals, including myself, have built their lives. Adulthood is a stage where one should be able to live independently when one can earn a living. Able-bodied peers don't have to think twice about these facets of life. But should a rare individual have a disability, the severity of the disability can determine whether they can get and hold a job or become self-employed. For this episode, I spoke with two people about the challenges of working in spite of a rare ailment. The first of them is Kedar Indurkar, a 43-year-old who has cerebral palsy since birth. Cerebral palsy affects the brain and muscles of a child, leading to developmental delays. He speaks haltingly because of his condition.
1: I, I, uh, I, uh, I have, miracle cerebral palsy है, cerebral palsy. So, uh, from uh, I, I have struggled a lot in life, but I, I am trying to fight, fight it out as much I, as I can. In 2010,
0: the President of India awarded Kedar with the National Award for the Empowerment of Persons with Disabilities for Translating Books to Braille.
1: I have done 30 books in Braille. 30 books in Braille. I, I can type Hindi, English, and Marathi in three languages. So, and I can sit on computer hours together till it work, work finishes. So, I love working.
0: While he is a wheelchair user, he is qualified at using the computer and can type in Hindi, English, and Marathi. As he says, he can sit for hours together and work in the computer. Kedar is currently at an old-age home in Nagpur and is working on stories and dramas for children these days. His elderly mother and younger sister stay in touch with him and encourage him to work. His mother's perspective will feature in an upcoming episode. While it is hard for him to make longer conversations, he uses his words carefully and is pointed and deliberate. I asked him what he wanted to do with his life.
1: I want that people should not ignore me. They should listen to me. What I am saying and uh, doing. I am not going to be able to Basically, what happens is people don't know what I can do, what disabled people can do. So, they, they are slightly afraid. Because of that, I think people don't want to Encourage this. I mean, look, they think that ye kar sakhe, disabled people can do things or not. They think that way. So I don't know why this So I have a president award liya hai for my pre- pre- Braille Translation, in 2010, 2010, May received President
0: Award for Braille Translation. Kedar stresses that persons with disabilities need opportunities to work. As per Census 2011, there were 2.68 crore people with disabilities in India. This means over 2% of the Indian population lived with some or the other kind of disability. But results of a survey of persons with disabilities published by the National Statistical Office in 2019 is revealing. Where persons with disabilities were earning livelihoods, regular salaried workers constituted only 15% of those surveyed, and close to 60% were self-employed. Manav Goyal echoes Kedar's sentiment. He is 40 years old and was diagnosed with fascia humeral muscular dystrophy, or FSHD. The disorder impacts the muscles, affecting a person's ability to walk and do routine tasks. Manav, too, is a wheelchair user now. He is ambitious. As a young boy, when he was diagnosed with this condition, it took him a long while to accept it.
2: I think I was like 13 or 14 years of age when I started seeing the symptoms. And it's been quite a long journey since then. Yeah, so initially it was very difficult for me to understand and accept it. Because I was uh, very strong at that point in time. Very strong and full of confidence. So but eventually when things started, you know, uh, going down one thing at a time, you know, it's a very slow progression. So, when it started going down, you know, day by day, then it was difficult for me to accept it. It was initially like, you know, the world has gone down. So, I mean, life in itself, you know, it's, it's, it's a total gamut of a lot of activities. You have to do anything and everything which any any the other person on the planet has to do. So, then, then you do not get a discount on those terms. Right. So people have to hands for a living, they have to prepare their own food, they have to do clothing, washing, cleaning, okay, and maintain the social circle. So everything has to go hand in hand. It's just that when you are not too mobile, uh, it, it's, it's a challenge to compete. If you don't have that much energy, you get tired or worn out so easily. So that's a challenge. But then, yes, people time to understand. So that's what it is. Life doesn't stop.
0: Manav completed his MBA in international business and joined the cutthroat world of business. While his health was on the downslide, Manav was also working full-time in a demanding job, even shifting out to Africa. He was qualified and bright. He says he was racing against time and wanted to build his financial strength. But he burned out soon.
2: Well, I am a commerce graduate. Uh, and then after that, I did my MBA from uh, in international business. Okay, I uh, started working early around 22, 23 years of age uh, with uh, an export house. After that, I worked, shifted a couple of companies, worked with American, uh, British uh, and African clients. Um, So my interest is into FMCG and uh, project management. So the major challenge I tell you, Vantika, is because I knew that I'll not be mobile uh, in my entire life. So I could see that I have to do a lot of things in order to, uh, you know, uh, sustain myself. So the problem is I was working like double or, uh, you know, three times than what was required. If I say that a normal person or anybody in the market have a challenge level of 100, then a person with muscular dystrophy or any rare condition would have a challenge level of, say, 180, 190, or maybe more. Yeah? So it, it's already there, which impacts normal business uh, operations. And I remember that uh, in the initial days, um, when I started uh, working, so there was a struggle for almost one, one and a half years. And after that, I have been the top performer all throughout my career. You know, the top performer, that's, that's kind of an addictive thing. So I said, okay, yes, this is something, uh, some recognition that I have received and I achieved. So that actually uh, motivated me to go on. I said, I can do it. Yes, I have done this. I can do it. So there have been times like in the office when nobody else could do something they, that used to come to me and I used to fix it. Okay. I mean, say some accounts were not, uh, uh, like they were very difficult and nobody else in the client location or our location was able to fix them. I, I could fix them. Of course, it took me some time to do a lot of repo building and things like that make the trust happen. So yes, over a period of time, it just, uh, it has shown me a lot of good results. It has shown me a lot of good opportunities, yeah. So, but uh, yes, it has uh, its own set of setbacks. I mean, what I wanted to do, I wanted to fly, but I I, I just could not, uh, you know, catapult from the strong base that I had. And eventually, with time, I'm I'm just like uh, I was showing a slow degradation in my capacity, and. Um, since then, I've started, you know, taking less initiatives because I know I won't be able to do them. So that's what has happened. Eventually, I mean, uh, with time, my body worn out and I could not handle that much pressure. So I have to, you know, like move on to different uh, avenues than my regular ones.
0: He's now working as a freelancer, helping businesses improve their efficiency levels.
2: I have been helping businesses with their processes and improvement in their uh, uh, efficiency levels. So that's what I have been doing. So this uh, skill, these skills, all these skills I have gathered with uh, you know my work that I've done with my last companies. And uh, currently right now what I'm doing is I'm doing service audits for Different companies, I go there, I evaluate them according to their parameters. I do market research in terms of what is the impact, what is the uh, value they bring to the customers. Okay, and I give them reports. Basically, that they do a lot of corrective action. So, I do a lot of service audits. This is a kind of a freelance assignment that I'm doing right now.
0: Manav wants to establish his own business venture sometime in the future, but there are several considerations that are stopping him from taking this step.
2: What I look forward in future is maybe a business, like a full-time business. But for that, I would need more strength so that I can you know, spend more time regularly. And I would also need... Uh, a good helper who can be with me like for a very long time, like a good commitment. Yeah, so yeah, caregiver, see, because now I'm uh, not that strong, I need support to get up, you know, and do the basic daily task. And, uh, you know, I can walk a little uh, with support, but then that's it. I cannot do long distances anymore. I have a wheelchair that I use um, to go to small places, like small distances.
0: His condition sometimes makes it hard for him to focus on work. He says that because of the muscle breakage in his body, it releases a lot of sugar which can impact his concentration and give him nausea.
2: So that you cannot put your head straight. In business, you have to be very active 24-7 To make sure like uh, your capital is safe, your property uh, and your customers are safe. And they're, you know, like you are dealing with them day in, day out. You're managing everything. So yes, we can hire people, but you have to manage people as well. Okay. And at the end of the day, it's it's your money. It's your, you know, property and everything is at stake.
0: He has had a tough time getting family support too.
2: I had to struggle with my family too in order to make my own uh, mark. So yes, uh, my relatives uh, were not very supportive. And let alone relatives, my uh, dad even was not that supportive. So that's kind of uh, what makes things hot for me, like very hot. I had to struggle in my office. I had to struggle in my personal relations. I had to struggle in my own life. And uh, plus, I had to struggle in my family. So that actually, you know, uh, was something which actually frustrated me a lot. You know, you try to get some sort of support and help from something, but then there was one point in time I could not see anything. I was like so lost and alone. And being alone, believe you me, is not a good thing. It really, you know, Uh, takes your confidence and your thoughts and your emotions and uh, power for a toss. That breaks you uh, big time. So that is... uh, See, being alone is a byproduct of FSHD. And that has uh, broken me more than FSHD itself.
0: All in all, Mana says he could have thrived if he had a solid support system.
2: I believe if I had like lot of good friends, I would have sailed through. If I had like a lot of good uh, family members who have supported me, I would have sailed through. If I would have had a supportive partner, I would have sailed through. If I would have uh, understand uh, understanding a company or a boss or something or a team, I would have sailed through.
0: Kedar too has a similar message.
1: look, <laughs> As a, a disabled people, it life is tough for disabled people. They should f- fight. They should not lose heart. It may say
0: This podcast is made possible by a grant from the Thakur Family Foundation. The Family Foundation has not exercised any editorial control over the contents of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rare Lives. You can hear 1 in 20,000, which is the first season and covers many more interesting stories and discussions into the lives of rare disease patients. You can listen to this podcast on www.sunoindia.in or any other podcast app of your choice.